Home prices in San Diego hit an all-time high last month. The median price tag for a home in July, $634,000. That's a whopping 9% jump over this time last year. The trend extends across much of Southern California as homes for sale have all but evaporated from the market. Potential buyers were hoping the pandemic would be a good time to invest. However, homeowners aren't selling. Will the rise in home prices last, or will this just be a COVID-induced housing bubble? I'm your host, Joshua Emerson-Smith, joined today by housing reporter Phil Molnar. This is your San Diego News Fix. Phil, great to have you. Great to be back. Yeah, this this number is a very huge one because for years now, the median home price has kind of stuck around that 550,000 up to like 590,000. So we typically see that and it's it's kind of shocking because last month was the first time the median home price in San Diego County ever crossed that 600,000 mark. Wow. Before we you could always see like Los Angeles County a little bit but especially Orange County, all these places that just seemed one thing you could always take a deep breath and say at least we're not Orange County, at least we're not San Francisco, all these type of things like that. But this number last month was shocking because, well, first of all, we're in a global pandemic, so it's kind of insane that it hits 600,000 to speak of. But then this month was wild, $634,000, a $34,000 jump month to month. That's huge. I mean, most of the time we might see 10,000, 20,000 jump it doesn't ever seem real, but when you get a $34,000 jump, I mean, it's it's shocking. Okay, so let's talk about how we got here. If I'm a typical homeowner thinking about putting my house on the market pre-pandemic, there's a lot of things I got to do, right? Got to have open houses. I might have to find another place to live, right? If this is my primary mm-hmm. residence. What is it like to go through all those steps in a pandemic? So it's quite tough right now. And this is a big reason why the home price is going up. So a lot of sellers do not want to put their home on the market right now. Not because they can't get a good price. All the the data shows you will get a very good price. But the problem is there's a lot of rules as far as bringing people into your house, an open house, disinfecting, maybe even checking for temperature, all sorts of things like that to limit the number of people coming through your home. If you're elderly or you've got some sort of pre-existing condition, you probably don't want a lot of people coming through to view your property right now in the fear that you could catch COVID-19. A secondary thing for sellers to consider is, are you planning to sell your home in San Diego or are you going to cash out and move to Arizona or Wyoming or something? In that case, I think things would be a lot better. Because if you're looking to cash out here in San Diego, the most ideal scenario would be, you know, okay, we've got a mansion going on here uh, out in North Dakota. Everything's cool. Once we sell this this junk house in South Park, we're going to be millionaires and move out to Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, whatever. But if you want to stay in San Diego, there's so few homes on the market. So even if you sold right now, you would just be in so much trouble as far as trying to buy a new one. Unless yeah. you want to sell, the best case scenario to stay locally, we know, and me and you have talked about this, that rents are actually dropping ever so slightly in San Diego. So yeah, if, you sold your, yeah, if you sold your house right now and you moved into a rental, that might work in your favor. But these are a lot of things to consider. 
Well, also, like, say you're going to sell your house, move into a rental because you feel like you can make a little bundle of cash. The what you have to give up for a lot of people would be your maybe your home office where you're working right now. Right. You have everyone's hunkered down in their house during this pandemic. And all of a sudden you're going to say, oh, I'm going to move into a completely new place and set up. That might be an added yeah. challenge. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the reasons we've seen even the rental rate, not the vacancy rate for rentals, not even go up that much is because a lot of people during this crisis, they're staying in their homes. Right. Uh, Even if they're not working from home, which a ton of us are, they also probably don't want to be out and about looking at apartments or houses during the pandemic. So there's a lot of reasons. Well, let's just say two really big ones to stay wherever you're at right now in San Diego County. So when you describe this, it seems like such a temporary thing. Is this just like a bubble? Like, are these housing prices going to go back down if the pandemic ends? This doesn't, I mean, this doesn't seem like it's going to benefit people long term. Is that right? Right. So this is a a little bit of the prediction. I mean, we never really know. I think if you would have talked to me like a year ago about home prices, I would have told you all the signs are pointing to a slowdown in increases just because we had sort of hit what a lot of people call like an affordability wall. It always seems to be crushed, but that's what I was looking like a year ago. But what I talked to you this time, there's a guy named Rich Toscano and he's been one of my favorite sources talks like a mile a minute. I love it, but he actually, he's got a blog and I don't ever want to get the name wrong. So I'll say his blog's name is professor Pingington's eco almanac. (laughs) <laughs> and yes. it's it's kind of a funny name. And share, it probably, share it in the okay. chat. Okay, okay, I'll share it in the chat. But you know what the funny thing is? Like he, um, in 2004, he started actually uh, predicting that we were going to have, we were at a housing bubble and we're going to have a big crash. Now, if you remember from history, <laughs> yeah. 2005 <laughs> is when, the very end of 2005 is where you might have started hearing a little bit. But it yeah. really wasn't until 2006, 2007 right. that the housing market really crashed. Right. And so Rich actually was predicting this back in 2004, that homes were becoming too overvalued and having some sort of doubts about if people would be able to pay back these loans. So I called him. I went straight to the source um, yesterday for this story. And he says, no, he actually thinks right now we're not in a bubble and that this one way to look at this right now is interest rates, mortgage interest rates are so crazy low right now. They're around 3%. And he said, actually, what you might see in this scenario is people are, one way to look at it is people are acting rationally. If they're looking at those interest rates and they're thinking about buying, this might be a good time to buy because those interest rates are so low. However, what he did note is there's three things that are super temporary. One, we don't really know if interest rates are going to stay this low forever. Uh, another thing to consider is basically that um, given we don't know if the pandemic, how long it's going to last. If we get a vaccine early next year, there's going to be a lot more homes on the market. So you've also got that going on. And, you know, another thing that's happening right now is homeowners. Hold on, hold on one second. So if we yeah. get a lot of, if we get a lot of houses back on the market, wouldn't then all of a sudden the the value the prices of homes go down. That's the theory. Okay. So that's 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 probably a good chance that's going on because we haven't seen a huge increase in wages. 
I'm working on a story right now that hasn't come out, kind of looking at what wages have done for even essential workers during this pandemic. And they're not up by much. They are actually up. But anyways, so, 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 so one of the so one of the things is, yes. So one of the theories is if you one of the bad things that's happening right now in the market for potential buyers, great for sellers, potential buyers is there's so few homes out for sale in San Diego County. We only had like 5,000 last month. That's a crazy low number for the fifth largest county in America. Wow. So 5,000 homes. So what that has meant is a lot of price wars, crazy price wars. I talked to a real estate agent yesterday, Samantha O'Brien, that said she tells her clients, no matter what, we need to come at least $10,000 at the very minimum. We have to come at least $10,000 over asking price just wow. to get our foot in the door. And she stayed upwards of 30000 So she came in. She told me a story about two weeks ago about trying to buy a house in Chula Vista. And her and her clients went $20,000 over asking price on a single family home. She gave me the address. I didn't put it in the story, but I looked at the house. It's nothing to write home about. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. It's kind of a dingy single family house in Chula Vista that's been around for a while. Right. They came in $20,000 over asking price and the home had 15 offers and they lost. So this, this is how price wars can lead to prices going up. So if we've got a vaccine, if we have some sort of amazing antibody treatment, something of that nature by the end of the year, we should start seeing people that had wanted to sell their houses and were afraid start putting more out on the market. And without that insane competition, you might be getting more of a reasonable home price. So that's sort of the theory. So right now might be the time to sell, but who knows? You know, I mean, this gets into other territory, but what if we never get a vaccine? So these are all things to consider. So if I'm a home owner, is there anything I should be doing right now to take advantage of this, like refinancing my house or like, is there, or should I just be staying put? Well, refi is definitely, if you haven't done that yet, you better do it. I mean, the, the, the uh, I mean, I don't want to be given financial advice. No, Basically, yeah. <laughs> what are the experts say? What are the, you can always pawn it on the experts. I know. I'm sorry. I forgot for a second. <laughs> most, most, most analysts I talk to say this is the time to refinance your home because right. if you bought that house at a 4% interest rate just a couple of years ago, you could potentially get that down to 3%. And the market is showing you that right now the majority of mortgages that we're seeing are all refinances. That, that accounts for like two thirds of the market right now. Oh, so wow. it's not a lot of purchases. It's a lot of refinances. Um, if you're a homeowner, like I said before, and you're looking to make a buck, you could always, if I was a real estate agent, I'd say now's the time to sell, but right. it's always up to you. It's your personal preference. You know, do you like your house in San Diego um, and you don't want to move? Hey, maybe this is the time, but if you're just passing through and happen to own a condo or a house, I mean, there's a good chance you could get a lot of money for it. Maybe something goes horribly wrong and it doesn't, but a lot of the data right now seems to show that this, you could get a good bang for your buck. I would also imagine that if you're thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to move to another state. I'm going to cash in. I'm going to take my California money to, I don't know, Arizona or wherever. Unless you're going to retire, you're going to have to find another job. And I would imagine there's not a lot of movement in terms of hiring right now with the pandemic, but I could be wrong. Do you know anything about that? 
Because it's, a good, well, it's probably a, a tight job market also, right? It's a very tight job market. Actually, the numbers have been looking not as bad as before, usually an unemployment rate around 10 to 12%. We actually just got the latest numbers, and I, this story has not been published yet, so I'll let everybody know about it. But we got the unemployment numbers for San Diego County um, uh, for July, and they were 12.3% in July. But just keep in mind, that's been going down now for two months. Because in um, in May, we hit 15.2% unemployment, which was the highest ever recorded for San Diego County. Records going back 1990. So, yes, uh, I got kind of off track, but it's a very tight labor market right now. But what we're kind of finding is there is – there's like two San Diego's, but there's also like two Americas. Yeah. There's the people that are working from home that have essential jobs that their job is not in trouble and they might have money in the stock market, at least in a 401k. And they're nobody's really benefiting during this pandemic, especially if you've lost a loved one or whatever, but there's people that are hit less severely at least economically right now. And a lot of people don't want to talk about it because it sounds like you're benefiting from the pandemic. But the truth is, is that there are people out there right now that have those essential jobs that hopefully, um, you know, if they're doing really well, there's a good chance they're, they've got some money in the stock market, which is doing really well. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have a lot of workers, especially in San Diego, but this is all over the country that are in these low skilled jobs that don't have any money in the stock market that are just kind of waiting for the waiting for the next, you know, hopefully stimulus check, you know? So it's, it's extremely hard for some people and it's going well for others. So, so when you say, or when we talk about, well, that home seller, if they move to Missouri, they're going to have a very difficult time finding a job. Well, maybe not necessarily. If they're a homeowner right now that is lucky enough to work from home and has an essential job, there's a chance they might be able to transfer those skills to another state. So we'll have to see. Yeah, that's interesting. I've been hearing from anecdotally from people, um, friends, family who have been thinking about either selling or buying that this is happening basically all over California. I would imagine it's happening in other states too. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. We're seeing a lot of that right now, especially in the Bay Area. There's been a yeah. lot of stories about this. And I have a story coming. I don't know when the story is coming out, but if my editors are listening, I plan on finishing it today. But <laughs> I <laughs> I have a story that I'm working on right now about a couple in San Francisco that has a very high household income. And what they did was they both were working from home. And they work for tech companies and they both ask their bosses, hey, is it cool if we move to San Diego? They have a lot of family in San Diego and Tijuana. Right. So basically they say, hey, can we move to San Diego? And they came down here and they bought a house in Chula Vista for around 600000 So we're not just seeing it there, but there's been some really excellent reporting in the Wall Street Journal. They did a huge story about San Francisco people moving. Sorry to bring you to another publication, okay. but I got to say- I got to say my colleagues did quite a good, good job in that regard. But there was this fantastic story in the Wall Street Journal about just so many people that were leaving San Francisco. And there's a lot of stories about different people. So in that case, they have people moving to Arizona, Utah, all over the country. They have these high paying tech jobs that they got by moving to San Francisco. 
Right. And now they're moving wherever and they're able to take that job with them, sometimes with a pay cut, but they're able to take that job with them to whatever location and work remotely. And so I think we're going to be seeing more of that. We'll see. Is it is it super overblown? I don't know. Maybe. No, but that's a really good point. Like if all of a sudden you can work remotely, maybe you should cash out and take your California money across state lines. You know, I, I've been, I have a couple of friends that recently, at least one friend I'm thinking about who said, oh yeah, I might be able to move back to San Diego because everyone's working remotely and it might just become permanent. So that seems like that's another trend that could be impacting this as well, the remote working and whether or not that continues. Yeah, you know, I don't really think that we're going to see a huge flood of San Francisco Bay Area people moving down to San Diego and pushing up the price, even though I know that's something people are concerned about. People are concerned about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hear it a lot. And one of the things is to keep in mind is a lot of these tech jobs, they've been able to work remotely for years. And we haven't seen a huge exodus to San Diego. So that's something to keep in mind. I mean, even though these stories about people moving from San Francisco to other places, they're so hot right now. Everyone's got one. I got one coming. But right. just keep in mind that, you know, these these factors of working from home tech, they've been going on for a long time. So we'll have to wait and see if it does have a big impact in San Diego. I don't know. Perfect. Let's leave it there. Thanks, Phil. Right. That is super informative. Really appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Josh.